You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, Becoming Me. I am so excited to introduce you to my warrior friend, Sarah. Sarah, welcome to becomingme.tv. Hey, so excited to be here with you. I'm so excited. And this is so much fun for me because so many of our Becoming stories are people that I have met digitally, right? So on Instagram, social media, in this world that we live in. But I've had the privilege of meeting you, as I love to say, in real life. We actually met in Chicago, which is amazing at a coaching group. And it's just been a joy to know you over the years and, and just learn from you along the way. So I cannot wait to dive into your story. Um, but before we get ahead of ourselves, if someone did not know who you are, like who is Sarah? Who is Sarah? That feels like a loaded question, Emily, but, um, first off, I would just want to thank you for all you do too. You are such a blessing to so many of us, the encouragement that you bring the, the insight and the platform to bring hope and healing to so many, um, so many people across the world, really. So thank you for, for what you do in the, um, tenacity to stay at it and to interview crazy people like me. So, um, who is Sarah? Um, I'm a mom. I have a 15 year old. I can't, I can't believe he'll be 16 pretty soon. He wants to drive us everywhere, which is kind of nice and kind of not because sometimes I want to go faster than I want him to go. So, um, yeah, so I have a 15 year old son, Lincoln, he plays hockey. So I'm a crazy hockey mom. Um, I've got a daughter who's 11. Her name's Lila, and she is sassy and sweet and creative and just an incredible loyal friend. She's a great, um, just a great girl. I have a husband, so I'm a wife. Um, we've been married 19 years. Wow. Um, I have, I'm a dog mom. I have a Bernadoodle um, that we got during COVID, like everybody else, right? That's His awesome. name's Gunner, and he is literally my, he, I say he's just my therapy dog because like, he's my sanity when the world was like imploding. I just would sit there and pet my puppy. So I really love him. Yeah. He's great. Um, I'm a leader and a friend and what brings me most joy in life right now is, um, maximizing people's gifts and their businesses and helping people see, um, who they were created to be. and helping make the impossible possible. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's who I am. Oh, I love it. Crazy. 
all of the all of the above creative also I feel like we could add style fashionista to your your description oh, there because I, I love your style like literally oh. on your Instagram I was like oh well, thank what is you. she wearing what's that nail polish color so cute I love it well this is called from Walgreens the instant like hey I just tore all my acrylics off and I was coming on here with you so I threw whatever was in the medicine cabinet yes. on so go to Walgreens you too can find this color well, I think so, you look I'd fabulous. like to say that it's more more planned out than that, but it's really not. Well, so, you look amazing. You. You're welcome. But you know, I would love to just take some time and dive into your story, your journey. Like what has made you who you are today? Yeah, that's a great question. As I was preparing for today and thinking through some of these questions that you sent over, um, you know, growing up, I grew up in a great family. Um, my dad was a music pastor and I think different than, um, you, like when you grow up with, as a pastor's kid, I still was a pastor's kid, but I think there's like a different, um, allowance for worship pastor's kids. Like they expect you to be a little nutty. And so they were like, all right, she's okay. But you got to still toe the line, but she's a little crazy and that's all right. I don't know why the music part just like gives you that leeway. But um, grew up as a pastor's kid. My dad also was a music producer. Uh, my mom was super talented in music and fashion. Like you said, fashion. She was a hairdresser um, before we were all born. So she just always had great fashion. And um, she has hospitality, like spilling out of who she is. She just can't help but make people feel cared for in, um, in every way. Um, and bring beauty to every moment. So I had very loving parents, um, grew up in Southern California and grew up in the church. And I think sometimes you grow up in the church and you have great experiences and um, it it's a good thing for you. And then sometimes there's some really hard experiences that people have. And I'd say that um, it wasn't that I didn't have hard experiences, but I had parents who were very real mm-hmm. about the church being filled with people who are sinful and also had so much grace um, to give. And so the, because of that combination, the church was a really um, fun and exciting and caring Mm. and incredibly um, loving place for me to grow up and to uh, really learn who I, I thought I was and Mm. um, give me opportunity to, explore my gifts. And, um, it was a safe place for me to bring friends. Like I, I always brought like friends and invited them junior high and high school. I'm like, come to church with me. So it felt like home. Hmm. And I think that really, um, defined a lot of who I was. Um, my sister, uh, I have a brother who's a year younger than me, um, Nate, and then a sister who's eight years younger than me. Her name's Crystal. She's adopted. And so that, um, that shaped a lot of who I was too. And who our family is, um, other things about me. I grew up loving music and anything that had to do with singing and theater and, um, all of the things in between. Um, and for a long time thought that's exactly what I would do. Um, so I, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out and, and a deep desire, um, to want to please God and to want to be in his will. So um, a big part of my life was dedicated to serving him and to trying to live out the perfect 
journey, so to speak. And uh, in that there's some beauty, but there was a lot of hardship that I think I brought on myself Mm. because the reality is there isn't a perfect journey. And he gives you choices and you get to choose. And so I spent a lot of time looking back now Mm. um, in what I refer to as the messy middle spinning and, and I wish I would have been able to be more present then. Mm. Um, but in that, I, I looked for uh, purpose in um, different vocations. I looked for purpose in relationships. I looked for purpose in motherhood. I looked for purpose in every area I could find. And I had um, I was plagued with the desire for perfection. Mm. Um, yeah. And so, so trying to, I'd like to say rid myself of that, but um, to silence it would be um, to bring the volume down on it would yes. be a better, a better um, word for that. So I've spent a good time of, of my life doing that. Um, ultimately the thing that um, in the last few years that I've noticed, whether it's through pastoring, I, you know, I was a creative director for many years. I was a pastor um, I was an events coordinator, um, lots of different uh, vocations, worked in corporate America too. So all different kinds of craziness. Um, but my love for people has always stood out the highest and the, um, been the, the thing that drives me. And so um, my story really um, is a journey of recognizing that I'm my best when I'm helping people figure out what they were called to do for their best. Mm. Yeah. And I discounted that a lot because for, for years I thought, well, that feels like, like second rate. That's not the person on the stage. Mm. That's not the person in the spotlight. And that feels shinier. And so recognizing the joy and fulfillment that um, I get when I see others win um, has been a a journey and um, probably next to like my husband and children and immediate family, probably the biggest joy. Wow. That's powerful. Like absolutely powerful. And I love how you unpacked that too. Um, and just your journey and discovering who you are and what brings you the most joy. Um, you know, I want to follow up with before we, before I ask this question, I have to know, are you a coffee drinker? Oh yeah. Okay. How do you drink your coffee? So today, um, I had a cold brew with salted caramel, um, cold foam on top. That sounds delicious. Like it is. So if I'm going to order something, um, I like that or skinny vanilla lattes just mm-hmm. because I can have a larger size with less sugar. Um, but at home, I will just take, I, I usually get flavored coffee, just black. Oh, mm. yes. That's how I drink it at home too. What's your favorite yeah. flavored black coffee right now? It's called like mocha. I don't, it's like almond mocha something. Ooh, it likes, t- taste. it tastes like a Mars bar. 
Oh, that sounds amazing. I know. It's really, yeah, it's really good. I really like it. Mm, I found this chocolate. Or no, that wouldn't be Mars bar. I don't even know my candy. Oh my gosh. Not a Mars bar. That would be almond joy. It tastes like an almond joy. Okay. Oh yeah. That sounds amazing. I don't even know if I've ever had a Mars bar. I don't even know where that came from. Now I'm going to find out what that is and try it for sure. (laughs) Okay, so so if you were like having your favorite cup of coffee with someone else and you're just chatting, you're you're hearing about their journey, what would you say to encourage them to be who God made them to be? And I love love this question because it really is stemming from even what brings you the most joy, right? So this is obviously gonna be a fun conversation, but what would you say to encourage them? Yeah, um, first I would tell them that they were beautifully and wonderfully made. Whether they believe it or not, that they were beautifully and wonderfully made, that there is a specific purpose for their life. Hmm. Um, And I would tell them I'm sorry that for many of them, that was the first time they were hearing that. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah, I, I would. Um, I would tell them to become a student of themselves first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and foremost, um, I would tell them the importance of understanding and owning and living out of their core values. Yeah. Um, if those that are listening don't know what that is, I would be happy to help you understand that but I do have a free quiz on my website that you can go to and take um I love quizzes finding out about stuff but it's a core values quiz to help figure out what some of those are so um awesome go to sarahemerson.com and take that I would tell you to figure that out I would tell you to take risks Hmm. and keep moving yeah there's a um in hockey, which this is going to sound like I understand a lot of it, which I, my husband and son would tell you that I don't understand as much as I like to pretend I do. Um, but they tell you to keep moving, right. Mm -hmm. That you, um, when you don't have the puck, you still have to keep skating at all times that you shouldn't ever stop. Mm -hmm. Um, and the reason for that is because your ability to pivot or to make a play or to be ready for when something comes is so much greater when you're moving. But if wow. you stop, the odds, uh, the energy that it takes to get started again or the, oppor- the opportunity for you to miss something is, yeah. is there. So I'd tell you um, to keep moving. And then um, I'd say, stay curious and just make a choice. Ooh. That's good. And what do you mean by like, unpack that for me a little bit more? I think so. um, One of the things that is the uh, biggest contributor to people getting stuck in life. I mean, sometimes it's trauma or tough um, life situations that were unforeseen, things like that. But one of the things that I deal with um, often with clients and, and friends and people that I'm talking with is not that they don't have choices. Mm -hmm. It's usually that there's so many choices that they are plagued with indecision. Hmm. Yeah. 
And I resonate with that. Like I told you, I'm a recovering perfectionist. Um, I always will be. And you want to make the right choice. But at some point, the indecision is a choice. Right. You're right. choosing to spin. And when you choose to spin, it takes, um, it takes your energy, both physically and mentally. Um, and it's like what I like to call, um, like, especially in leadership when I'm working with teams and stuff, like, uh, have you ever had vertigo? I personally have not, but I have friends who know you've heard of it. Yeah. So I like to call it leadership vertigo. It's when you're moving, like, or when you think you're moving, but you're actually not. So indecision is like, people think like, oh, you know, I'm just going to research it more. I'm going to figure it out. And so you think that you're actually gaining traction or um, taking some ground, but the reality is you're just staying in the same place spinning and you just need to choose. So, um, I think people don't understand that like, Hey, guess what? You get another choice. It's not like it's three yeah. strikes and you're out. You get, you can choose again. And so, um, helping people to understand that there's not a wrong way to stop putting things in right and wrong categories, but that it's all learning. Yep. That's good. That's really powerful and so helpful for, I mean, we all get to points and places and seasons in our becoming journey where we can feel stuck. And I love the power um, that you just shared, like just make a decision. And you also shared a couple minutes ago too, that you could come alongside and help us discover some things. And I know you're a coach. So tell me a little bit about your coaching and then how people can even connect with you. Yeah. Like I said, um, with my journey, um, in all of the areas um, that I have been a part of, helping people discover um, who it is they were created to be at their core and and not apologize for it, um, not feel shame about it, but to own their uniqueness and then to figure out how to live out of the fullness of that and maximize it so that they can actually really love their life Oh yeah, um, is what I love to do. So I um, get to do that um, in many different ways. Um, I work with teams and organizations to help their individuals. And then I do one-on-one individual coaching. And so um, with my clients, helping them create um, a path and a plan that is designed for them. Often it's helping them to recognize uh, what, the dream is that they really have, yeah. how to own that, and then how to strategize and make the that which felt impossible possible, and oh. then hold them to it. Like I think a lot of what um, happens in life is we have, I mean, this is actually why New Year's resolutions are, are usually gone by January 17th. I think that they say that like people yeah. make it like two weeks and two exactly. days and then they're done. But um, the accountability part is, is so important because when we're only accountable to ourselves, um, you're only going to go so far. And in fact, it's really interesting, even in leadership, or I mean, there's so many things you can learn online now and um, by trainings, the reality is you can get a training or go through a training and statistically, you're 24%, you have a 24% increase in your outcome when you go through a training. Wow. But 
what I started experiencing personally in my own life and then seeing with my clients, statistically, when you have coaching consistently, there's an 88% increase. I believe that. In your results. And so when I was seeing that in my own life and then seeing the encouragement and the hope that it was bringing to others, I was like, this is a no brainer. This is what I'm called to do in this season. So, um, yeah, that's, I I get to do that with people. And, um, each, each time that I get to do it, it's an honor and it is so exciting because, because each person brings a myriad of different hopes and dreams and things to work through and helping people through the messy middle of life, Mm -hmm. whether it's in their business, in their own personal life, with their relationships, um, with their creativity, with a project, helping them understand that when you're so close to the details that it's um, tough, tough to gain traction, but that there's another perspective um, and that they have the answers within them. They just need a place to work it out. Yep. Oh, that's so valuable. And you're so right. Like I firmly believe in the power of coaching. You need to have that perspective. You're, you're so right. If somebody was like, that sounds amazing. I need to connect with Sarah. I want to learn more about this and, or I want to take the quiz. She was talking about where can people connect with you online? Yeah, I'm on all the socials. Emerson is spelled with two M's and Sarah doesn't have an H. So it's S-A-R-A-E-M-M-E-R-S-O-N. Um, and then you can just go to sarahemerson.com. So any of those is great. But Emily, I know we're here to interview me because you called and asked me to, but can I, am I allowed to ask you a couple yes, questions? Yes, bring it. I would okay. love that. Great. Let's go. Well, I know, I know you have some great projects coming um, and things going on with you too um, that I'd love to hear more about personally. But I know for you, you've been a part of coaching circles and different yeah. and different coaching experiences. Mm-hmm. How has coaching helped you in your life? Oh my goodness. I think what you shared at the end of, of why you coach really resonates with me. So I can get so into the details, so into what's happening in whatever chapter of my becoming journey it is that it's hard for me to see how to get unstuck. And I love what you shared about the answer is already within. So every time I've worked with a coach, she's really helping me discover what I knew all along, but giving me the courage to take that step and then holding me accountable to it just like you outlined. And so, you know, when we met, I, I was a part of a women's leadership coaching group with Jenny Katrin of the foresight group. And that was so valuable for me with my role in in church here at becoming me.tv, just how to be the best leader that I can be. And Jenny really helped bring out leadership capabilities that were already within me. Um, Now I work with an Enneagram coach, Jackie Brewster, and she's helping me discover like how I'm wired, why I would just naturally react the way that I do and how to just pause and think through, you know, why I do what I do, but how to grow through it and not just stay in a continual pattern. Um, So for me, every time coaching helps me with being a student of myself, like you challenged and encouraged all of us to be, um, and then how to take those steps on, on my becoming journey. And I think there's so much value in having someone else see things within you and then help draw them out. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you are, um, and I think for me, often a lot of the people that I work with are creative professionals. And so that's in inside the church, outside the church, around the world, teams of people. But I love that you're a creative that can't help but 
do all of the things. All the things. I mean, but in such a beautiful way. Tell me, um, how have you found that freedom to, to be able to do that? Yeah, I think for me, it goes back to in the summer of 2016, I found myself and I love your terminology, the messy middle, right? So I was in my own messy middle chapter. Um, I had transitioned out of a job. I was trying to be an entrepreneur. I didn't quite know what I wanted to do professionally at that moment. And I felt stuck. I was in a messy middle and it was right there that I just started to feel like, I don't know how I can do all the things or all the dreams. So in that, I just started feeling like, I don't know who I want to be right now. So I was having a conversation with my parents and my dad looked me in the eyes and was just like, Emily, you know who you want to be. You just have to choose to be her. And it was like a light bulb for me. Like in that Mm -hmm. moment, I was like, oh my goodness, you're so right. Like, I do know. I just need to make the decision to choose to be me and I can yeah. pursue every dream. And I mean, that it's all in balance, right? I'm not, I'm not going to run after every single thing at the exact same time. So it's a, it's a give and a take and it's a balance. But when I wake up every day, choosing to be Emily and pursue giving my best, being the best version of me in that day, I can do it all because I'm doing what's in front of me in that day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's what you at the core were created to do. Exactly. So you're living out of this overflow of yourself and what's inside you all along. You're not trying exactly. to make something happen. You're being yourself. One of my favorite verses is Romans fifteen thirteen, And it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow by the power of the Mm. Holy spirit. And for me that as someone that's a doer, like give me a great to do list. Let me check it off. I feel super accomplished. Um, The, the thought of overflowing because I just had to trust Mm. was like mind blowing to me. And, And the thought that I could be filled with joy and peace but by just trusting, um, it's taken me years, literally, to to um, work through that verse in in how that plays out in my heart and spirit. But I see that happening in people's lives now. I see people understanding who they are on a core level and living that out in such a beautiful way that it's filling them with a peace that they didn't know was possible, yeah. with a joy of loving life. And then it's contagious Mm -hmm. because when they start to recognize that, that, that it's possible, then they start to take more risks. They start to live into who they are even in a greater way. And then everyone around them starts responding to them as, as though they um, have always wanted them to respond in that way. And now they're just recognizing it and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this was possible. And so I love that you get to do it all. Mm -hmm that you haven't limited yourself. And that um, I think each of us that have heard your podcast and that have experienced you are so grateful that you didn't limit yourself because your impact on so many people is um, deep and wide. Mm -hmm. And had you have limited yourself, had you have not said that day, I do know who I wanna be, we would not be benefiting. And so I just am so grateful for the platform that you have and the way that you are living into who God's created you to be. 
Well, I'm grateful for you. And like, thank you for just asking those questions. That's so much fun for me to just share little, little parts of my becoming story yeah. as well. And thank you for encouraging me over the years. You really are a treasure. You're a gift. And I love watching how you just bring joy to other people by bringing out what's already in them, who they were made to be. So, um, and for all of you watching, we will have all the links to connect with Sarah in the show notes. So you can easily click the link, connect, take the quiz, discover your values. Um, you're amazing. So thank you for sharing your story and your journey, who you are. I'm cheering you on big time. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.